Marie Gelman, the physicist who created the standard model of particle physics, revealed a symmetry in particle physics, which he called the Eightfold Way, named after the fourth of the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism, which is the Eightfold Path. Or, uh, uh, the fourth of the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism. The fourth of the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism. The fourth noble truth of Buddhism is the Eightfold Path. But even this Eightfold Path. But even this Eightfold Way of Particles shows itself to be the Pythagorean Holy Tetricus. If you look throughout art history, you will find the Pythagorean Tetricus is presented frequently. Even other interesting numbers present themselves, like the number 72 in the Mona Lisa, but 72 is the gematria of the Tetragrammaton, Tetricus, a holy formation exalted by a Kabbalist. Tetra is four. That number, 72, and the Tetricus you will find in video games, like Assassin's Creed. The 72 to the uninitiated may seem to have nothing to do with the quadrimal, but again, this is just because he lacks knowledge. On a further note, even in the Mona Lisa, there are four hidden circles in us, or he lacks knowledge and information. and comprehension. Knowledge, information, and comprehension. On a further note, even in the Mona Lisa, there are four hidden circles in a sort of flower of life formation making a quadrant. I could amaze you all by going through music and literature and other arts. other domains of art and other works and works from other domains of art created throughout history and movies as well and show how the quadrant pattern is supreme in a magnificent way it almost seems like it has to be a conspiracy, but yes, I do see it as a conspiracy. But I also know the, that the Supreme God is in control and the quadrant is reality itself. So this is not a superficial, narrow-minded conspiracy theory that provokes fear. I embrace the quadrant conspiracy as a mystical cosmic conspiracy saturated with... Or uh, a mystical, divine cosmic conspiracy saturated with beauty and magnificence. Any thoughts so far? Mm. Any thoughts so far? Yeah. And beauty and splendor. Magnificence of beauty, magnificence, and splendor. I mentioned 
the four noble truths. Hold on one second, I gotta reset this page because uh, it's starting to run slow. I mentioned the Four Noble Truths. As I described, the Fourth Noble Truth is the Eightfold Path. Again, Somebody who wishes to prematurely dismiss the quadrant model may look at something like the eight path and say that's not a quadrant I thought you said every thing is quadrants Such a statement is a misconstrual of the quadrant model. I may walk up and down the aisle. Not every single thing is a number. Four. That would be ridiculous. If every single thing was a four, then that would just be bizarre. But in a supernatural means the fourfold quadrant pattern reveals itself as dominant. So for an example, 
in this particular case, you can recognize that the Four Noble Truths is perhaps the most essential component of Buddhism. The Buddha's first sermon was on the Four Noble Truths. The Fourth Noble Truth is different. And it is the Eightfold Path. Yes, another number is presented. But again, reality is dynamic and creative and demonstrates other numbers mostly when in the broader picture the quadrant will still Display. Oh, yeah, yeah was, are, you, are you just writing it now? No, I, I'm I'm adding this stuff to it. Because you're gonna put me to Okay, we'll we'll still display its dominance. Okay, in this book, I only focus on the quadrant model as it pertains to science. This book is based around the transcripts of the lectures I made in 2013 on science, but I also made lectures in 2013 on religion, art, and philosophy and how they relate to the quadrant model. And after this book is published, I plan to write out those books as well. I have books. What? Yes, what do you want? Okay, I'm sorry, honey. I've got to hang up. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay, okay. I mentioned the four noble truths as I described the four noble truths and the fourth of the four noble truths is the eightfold path. Again, somebody who wishes to prematurely dismiss the quadrant model may look at something like the eightfold path and say, that's not a quadrant. I thought you said everything is quadrants. Such a statement is mis as a misconstrual of the quadrant model. Not every single thing is a number four. That would be ridiculous. If every single thing was four, then that would just be bizarre. And wouldn't make any sense. And the quadrant model would have been discovered thousands of years ago. Actually, reality couldn't exist if every single thing was a quadrant. 
but in a supernatural means, the fourfold quadrant pattern reveals itself as dominant. So for example, in this particular case, you can recognize that the four noble truths are perhaps the most essential component of Buddhism. The Buddha's first sermon was on the four noble truths. The fourth noble truth is different and it is the eightfold path. Yes, another number is presented, the number eight. But again, reality is dynamic and creative and demonstrates other numbers mostly when in the broader picture, the quadrant will still display its dominance. The eight, the number eight is shown, but in a broader framework, it is easy to recognize the quadrant prominence in that situation. In, in this book, I only focus on the quadrant model as it pertains to science. This book is based around transcripts of lectures I made in 2013 on science, but I also made lectures in 2013 on religion, art, philosophy, and philosophy, and how they related to the quadrant model. And after this book is published, I plan to write out those books as well. I am certain they will blow people's minds and utterly astound them and awaken them to the truth of being. I have quadrant books on religion and art and philosophy, but these books but these books that I plan to write after this book is after this book you are reading is published or after this book is published will be based around my 2013 lecture transcripts and I plan to make them very polished but first I want this book published Arthur Young a famous physicist wrote a book called The Geometry of Meaning where he outlined significant threefolds fourfolds sevenfolds and twelvefolds in existence but he emphasized the fourfold and even noticed its supremacy and he emphasized or and he uh Um, and he underlined or and he highlighted that there were these four highly significant number folds. Yes, other numbers presented themselves, but the quadrant four fourfold was supreme. He even had a seven-fold lambda formation that he used to illustrate the nature of being. But even that seven-part structure he established was composed of four levels. Wait, who is he? Arthur Young. Ryan, are you there? Arthur Young. Arthur Young. Now, who is he? I said it's a famous physicist. <clears throat> and to address the criticism that reality is not really expressed in this quadrant way, but perhaps the human mind just expresses things in this manner and has a propensity toward fourfolds. What's fourfolds? Fourfolds. Or and I wish to address the criticism that reality is not really expressed in this quadrant way, but perhaps the human mind just expresses things in this in or just uh, is inclined to organize things in this quadrant 
manner and that's why it is so pervade and that that's why fourfolds are so pervasive or that's why it seems fourfolds are so pervasive in reality it is not that fourfolds are really that pervasive but the human mind just has a propensity toward seeing things in fourfolds even if they are not fourfolds that is not true entirely first off metaphysically the distinction between mind and reality is complex but that aside, the quadrant preeminence is not just a product of the human mind. It is also not a product of me or uh, of the human mind being disposed to noticing fourfolds or putting things in fourfolds. It is also not a product of me trying to find a pattern where there is none because, quote, Because, quote, humans have a desire to find patterns to make the world more manageable and other such simplistic and misinformed criticisms. Again, it might be true that humans, or I'll say, it might be true that humans try to find patterns. But that doesn't mean that the, quad, that the quadrant pattern doesn't exist just because humans are disposed to finding patterns doesn't mean that if a significant pattern like the quadrant pattern is found it is not true Reality is dynamic and supernaturally oriented, and certainly the quadrant will want will want its children, man, made in its image to recognize their father. The dynamics and complexities of what we look for and our propensities and all of that, all aspects Okay, wait. The dynamics and complexities of what we look for and our propensities are determined by the quadrant even if man is disposed to seeing things in fourfolds that itself is significant and controlled by the quadrant which is the co controlled by the quadrant. The quadrant is God and the controller of being. All aspects of existence 
are really shaped in an overall manner by the quadrant's oriented will and expression. Even what seems coincidental. What do you think so far, Grandma? So far, so good. Even what seems coincidental. The fact that it seems coincidental is not coincidental. Talib Nassim has a book. Hold on one second. Nate, I mean, Ryan, when you mention these things, people, do you footnote them? No. Yeah, I do in other books. Well, no, but if, the, if you're reading, if someone's reading this book. Not not in this book, have, but maybe later. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they don't publish unless you uh, mm-hmm. put no <clears throat> things. Because someone might think, well, who is he, you know? All right. Talib Nassim has a book, The Black Swan, wherein he discusses probability and chance. But even his mathematics are around chance, is oriented around the quadrant. And the black swan, he puts in the fourth quadrant. A lot of people think that reality is random and probabilistic. But... I propose that even if something seems random, its randomness is intentionally set up for a purpose within the quadrant dynamic framework. For instance, quantum mechanics seems random and weird. Well, sure it does. It is the first quadrant domain of physics and the first quadrant is always weird. Was that your phone? Uh, Ryan, did you want to take it? No, it's not my phone. Oh, I thought it was. Okay, go ahead. Oh, one second. Repeat that last sentence. You said something funny. Like, oh, sure, or... I said, but I propose that even if something seems random, its randomness is intentionally set up for a purpose within the quadrant dynamic framework. For instance, quantum mechanics seems random and weird. Well, sure it does. It is the first quadrant domain of physics, and the first quadrant is always weird. I wouldn't say sure it is. I would say it certainly is. Okay. Sure of us is, you know, it doesn't sound literate. It certainly is. Yeah, I like that better. I like that better. The first quadrant domain of physics and the first quadrant is always weird. Even Bayesian probabilistic mathematics is centered around the quadrant, as the Bayesian formula is fourfold. If there are things that seem... If there are things that seem more chance-oriented, they seem that way because somehow in some relational capacity... 
they are in that orientation to reveal the quadrant pattern in their associations with other things in quadrant signification. Maybe it is true that the human mind has a tendency and proclivity toward the fourfold. That doesn't negate the quadrant model, but it in a way reinforces it. The quadrant reality set up everything, including man's dispositions. And the quadrant will reveal itself through man's tendencies. Also, the quadrant pattern will be seen most with man over other creatures since man is made in the quadrant's image. Man is the peak of creation. And all aspects of the human body are very reflective of the quadrant pattern. One example is the fact that man has a fourfold heart, a four chambered heart. Or the quadrant. The quadrant set up everything. Okay. Man is the peak of creation, and all aspects of the human body are very reflective of the quadrant pattern. One example is the fact that man has a four-chambered heart. Now, birds have um, have three-chambered hearts. Again, somebody may want to try to disprove the quadrant model and say, look, birds have three chambered hearts. You are wrong about the quadrant theory. Not at all. Did you get the nail? <clears throat> not, not at all. Again, not every single thing is a quadrant, but the quadrant reveals itself as supreme in every domain. So man, the peak of creation, reflects most the quadrant pattern. But even within the other creatures, 
you can see in important aspects the quadrant revelation. For example, the creature with the most cone receptors for vision is a kind of shrimp or a kind of a Or is, is a kind of is a kind of shrimp is a kind of shrimp. It has sixteen cone receptors. Did you say a shrimp? It's a mantis shrimp. It has sixteen cone receptors. <clears throat> Twelve of them are similar. The last four are different. The 16 cone receptors are a 4x4 four four quadrant matrix. 3 plus 1 pattern. Twelve is four times three. The last four are different. Another example in the animal kingdom is the catfish. Catfish are distinguished for their amazing capacity to negotiate muddy waters. They do so with four barbels. with four barbels. So what distinguishes a catfish is its barbels. And it has four of them. The big cats are very noteworthy creatures in the animal kingdom. Ginger, I'm over here. Ginger. There are four of them. They are the lion, the tiger, the leopard, and the jaguar. 
similarly, another very important creature is the great ape. Great apes are the most similar to humans. Are the, are the creatures most similar to humans? Most similar phylogenetically and morphogenetically to humans. Well, it makes sense then that the quadrant reveals itself in the great ape domain. There are four types of great apes. The gorilla, the chimpanzee, the bonobo, and the orangutan. Never heard of Would you say the one was Bonobo. Bonobo. What's that? Um, Is that an ape? It's a it's a type of ape. Uh, where are they? Where, where's their habitat? Uh, it's in Africa. That's a right quiet. And then, uh, uh, come here. Come on, come here. Ginger's a funny dog. She's about 10 feet from me. And uh, I think she wants me to take her outside, but I'm okay. not going out again. I'll say, and then I say, even among. Even among the lesser apes, there are four extant genera. The Symphalangus. Even among the lesser apes, there are four extant genera. <clears throat> they are the Symphalangus, Nomascus. Ulock and Hylobates.
Okay. Where are you going tonight? To the Habad. Oh. Okay, so it's. Oh, go ahead. It was just a. It's like a synagogue. Oh, whatever happened with uh, New York and um, Israel? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of. Well, I, I still want to go to Israel, maybe, but I'm thinking of instead going to uh, to Boston. Boston. Yeah, because uh, the rabbi said that maybe Boston would be better, so I have to see. But I'm gonna talk tonight. That's what I'm gonna talk tonight. Okay. So it says it makes sense that human. Okay, so hulaks and hylobates. Yes, again. Sometimes you will find creatures with three genera or ten. Or whatever but I promise you the quadrant pattern reveals itself as dominant for instance often a group or a creature may have or often there may be four genera of a creature, or, or seven genera of a creature. But then, look into those genera, and you will frequently find one of them has four species. I have to emphasize, Reality is creative and dynamic and subtly reveals the quadrant model in and subtly and subtly reveals a quadrant model sometimes. It cannot be too obvious or it would have been discovered thousands of years ago but dominant species like the giraffe and rhino and others very explicitly but in dominant species like the giraffe and rhino you can see the quadrant model expression I will discuss this more in future books but if you want more details look at books that I wrote previous to this book that show the myriads of examples oh, did you publish some books I wrote them but they haven't been published yet Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It makes sense that humans have organized things like astrology in a manner that expresses a dominant quadrant pattern. The quadrant. You better, huh? uh, Ryan, it's better that you don't refer to a book that you haven't writ written yet. Do you know what I mean? No, I already wrote those books. Okay, but they are not re ready for press, or uh, I guess. And no, no, uh, no, no, no. They're they're ready. They're just people have decided not to. Let, let them out yet, but all right, ready, Grandma? 
Okay. So it says, it makes sense that humans have organized things like astrology in a manner that expresses the dominant quadrant pattern. The quadrant model is God. The quadrant is responsible for man's propensities as well. And if man is inclined towards organizing things as fourfolds, that would not negate the quadrant model but emphasize its power. Many may say, so what? Astrology is organized around the quadrant pattern. Astrology is a pseudoscience. Don't be so sure. And whether it is or it is not, what is important in the quadrant theory is that the quadrant and overall ensemble and all dimensional capacities and overarching consistency presents its validity in a holistic process. I will discuss astrology more in my book on the quadrant model on quadrant model focus on religion that I will write after this book is published. Okay. That sounds good. Um Reality in a meta-consistent way in all dynamics and angles reveals a quadrant supremacy and a paradigmatic blueprint as distinct and profound and consecrated. People may mischaracterize the quadrant model and try to detract from it, building straw men like saying that it is numerology. Such people most definitely did not probe very deep in the, in the, into the quadrant theory. I don't see such fraudulent mischaracterizations as legitimate counters to the truth of the quadrant model. The quadrant model is not numerology. If somebody says the quadrant model is numerology, they don't know what numerology is or they haven't really studied the quadrant model. But even numerology is founded around the quadrant pattern. For instance, in numerology, uh, for instance, in numerology, numerology based around birth dates, if you get the number two, you are more relationship oriented. The second quadrant is always most related to relationships. If you get the number three, you are more activity oriented. The third quadrant is always most associated to activity and action. Before you go any further, I just wanted to ask you something. Now, mm -hmm. Are you going to an actual temple tonight? Yep. Um, do they dress up usually? Yeah, I'm dressed I mean, up. You're going to wear a suit or yep. a sport jacket or whatever? Yeah, yeah I see uh, You've already had your shower. So, so now the question is, okay, numerology and astrology and other so-called pseudosciences fit the quadrant model pattern. But does that mean that they, they work and are true? I am not in this book going to take one side or the other and weigh in on the debate of whether astrology and numerology and other quote primitive sciences are true. But I have come to the understanding that existence is profound and amazing and certainly not limited to rationalistic so-called modern scientific interpretations that say that things are coincidental or accidental. There is a there's certainly a higher power organizing things in a mystical, supernatural way. Or should I say, all that is reality itself is a quadrant power. The quadrant is reality itself, and my recognition of it has saved me from any narrow, funneled view of existence that only accounts for a part and doesn't take in all dimensions and angles. I don't dismiss numerology and astrology. I don't dismiss many things that people more inclined to narrow-minded understandings of reality may. The quadrant model has opened my mind to the mystical and transcendental and has prevented me from being mired in simplistic or restricted visions of truth. Whether you study computer science or the history of dance, you will discover the quadrant pattern is central and essential. It is an elemental aspect of truth. I am so profoundly thankful and grateful to the quadrant for taking me on this journey and opening me to so many things and ideas and freeing my mind to explore the vast reaches of truth. The quadrant has acted almost as a teacher, a guru, a sherpa, leading me up and down crevices and mountains and through valleys and has brought me 
to places I never could have imagined without it. I am so grateful to the quadrant, and I give my life to it and will forever exalt its glory. There is another example I want to offer to kind of show the complexities of the quadrant model and how sometimes it might not be immediately apparent that the quadrant is active, but in the broad context it is. I noticed that in many European fairy tales, trinities were used instead of quaternities. That does not negate the quadrant model, if you understand the quadrant model. Still, within the trinities, you could see the quadrant pattern utilized, where the second aspect was normal and the third is the, the, third the most physical, the first weird. But I recall I listened to a lecture by a famous professor from the teaching company, and he discussed literature. He mentioned that European fairy tales and stories usually utilize trinities. But he said that Indian, Native American, and other cultures tend to use quaternities the most often. So within the whole world framework, if you look at the broader context and scope, you see the three, four dynamic in fairy tales and the quadrant pattern operating. Somebody just reading a European fairy tale might jump to the conclusion, it appears the quadrant model is wrong. Look at all the threes. He may choose to adopt a narrow focus in order to satisfy an urge to discredit the quadrant truth. Such a person does not understand the quadrant model at all, first off. Other numbers. Oh, another, wait. Uh, another thing huh? I wanted to tell you. Yeah. It's going to be really hot this weekend. It's going to be like 103. Mm -hmm. So be sure to drink a lot of water. You don't drink alcohol, do you? No. Oh, good. Okay. Because that's dangerous, especially in this heat. Okay. Well, that's it. okay. Other numbers appear in existence, and not everything is fours. I never once said that. And people who want to believe I said that or intentionally are intentionally trying to be caustic and contrary. The quadrant model presents itself as dominant in a super um, it, it, it dominant in a supernatural manner always. If you look at the broader and wider array and understand the intricacies of existence. I can imagine somebody reading, for instance, a European fairy tale and saying, look at the threes, Ryan Merkel is wrong. But that person would not realize that the three, four dynamic is still operating and shows itself through the dynamic or through the through the um, distinction between European and other cultures fairy tales, revealing the three four interaction. In order to understand the supernatural potency of the quadrant, you have to appreciate the whole context and grand arrangement. And that can be stifled if somebody wishes to adopt narrow perspectives and funneled vision. For instance, somebody might say, "Hey, there are only four types of." There are not four types of crystals. The quadrant model is incorrect. Yes, there are not four types of crystals. But crystals themselves tend to have molecular tetrahedral formations. Tetra is four. So existence allows for there to, to not, not to be four types of crystals. But the quadrant four is still demonstrated as supreme in this context. Or somebody might say, there are not four types of dopamine receptors. The quadrant model is false. Sure, there are not four types of dopamine receptors. But within this area of... of of examination, the quadrant pattern reveals itself through the four dopamine pathways in the brain. Reality almost in a way is creative and playful and keeps people guessing Re or and can keep people guessing. The quadrant pattern can't be way too obvious or it would have been discovered a long time ago before it was ready to be.
way it's creative and playful. And able to Listen, I better oh, let you go because okay. you do have to get dressed. No, I'm already dressed. Oh, you are so, yeah, dressed. So, oh, good. So okay. reality is almost like a dream where it keeps – yeah, I don't have to be right, right on time. Like it actually starts at like 7.15 usually. So, so reality is almost like a dream where it keeps you guessing and is amorphous and even somewhat and even or, or okay is mischief or is amorphous and even playful in ways it is playful and will present other numbers and patterns at times to keep the misinformed and ignorant believing that the quadrant or at times this can keep This can keep the misinformed and ignorant believing that the quadrant model may not be true. In fact, reality pulls people along in many manners, keeping people occupied in their versions of reality. For instance, the Darwinists think the evidence points to Darwinism. The creationist thinks it points to creation. Uh, thinks it points to creationism. And reality will afford both of them evidence to keep them going in their perspectives. Reality is playful and dynamic like that. And pulls people along in their desired paths, keeping people believing in their narrow scopes and denying the scopes of others. Or and allowing and allowing them to deny the scope. Allowing people to keep people to keep believing in their narrow scopes and, and allowing them to deny the scopes of others. The quadrant model, however, recognizes all of the angles of vision of different groups and shows how they all are connected under one unifying comparative unit of the quadrant representation. Reality remains consistent and will express other patterns only if within the larger scope of of arrangement the quadrant pattern and quadrant sovereignty is maintained and established. For instance, there are five types of antibodies. Somebody who has a desire to cast a quadrant model aside as nonsense will say, see, there are five and the quadrant model is falsified. Sure, but even within the five types, the quadrant pattern is maintained in that the first is at least physical, the, uh, the fourth is different, the fifth is ultra transcendent and so forth. But even within this spectrum of the whole, or this spectrum of, But even within the spectrum of arrangement, the quadrant shows itself as supreme through the fact that the main antibody, the antibody with the primary role in the human body, has a tetrameric fourfold structure. So reality allows for another number to present to be presented in the number of types of antibodies, but that is because it demonstrates quadrant supremacy in a different manner in that arena. Relational significations must be taken into account when analyzing the quadrant's exhibition in areas of inspection that are under analysis. So it is almost as if reality is playful and intelligent and intentionally sometimes expresses patterns that are contrary to the quadrant pattern, or at least seem like they do not fit the quadrant pattern. But when such seeming different structures are expressed, still if you look at the larger field and meaning apparatus matrix of the phenomena, the quadrant pattern will still show dominance within the system under examination. So these seeming exceptions rather than contradicting the rule of quadrant hegemony prove the rule. I can give myriads of examples of this. 
But one simple example would be, for instance, you may read a t sacred text and note that there are nine things mentioned. But then study those nine things and within those, the quadrant will most likely show itself. Or for instance, a character in a video game might be holding six items. Somebody opposed to recognizing the quadrant model might sarcastically say six, not four. See, the quadrant theory is bogus. But then analyze those six items and likely one of them will be a crucifix or some sort of other object with a fourfold quadrant resonance. The quadrant model is a supernatural theory and does, does posit a supernatural control mechanism responsible for this activity. Somebody may study something like the S orbital in chemistry and say, wow, look, it's not a quadrant. The quadrant model is moot. Well, look at the broader context and note that there are four orbitals. And yes, the S orbital is a sphere and not a quadrant, but it needs to be such because it has to coordinate itself within the quadrant framework of differentiation comparative association within the four, within the four types. And as the first quadrant orbital, it seems to be the... It must be the least physical. It must be the least physical. The third quadrant orbital, its opposite, is in fact a quadrant and it is more physically characterized. Without the gradations of variegatedness and diversity, the quadrant cannot be expressed. Because the quadrant pattern requires differentiation in the distinct quadrants, uh, requires differentiation in the distinct, or in, in differentiation in that distinct quadrants possess unique qualities. So if every phenomenon was exactly the same in a quote quadrant, then there would be no quadrant model and no thing, period. The quadrant model is an expression of simultaneous differentiation and variety and unity oneness. That is the beauty and complexity of the quadrant model. Reality is not a dull entity without order, but it is more creative and intelligent and playful, and it affords people the decision to discount the quadrant model, although their lack of recognition of it will be unfounded and false. At the same time, reality allows for anybody with the appropriate inclination to easily behold the supernatural quadrant preeminence. So it is almost as if reality is imbued with a playful intelligence and allows for people who do not wish to see the wholesale supremacy of the quadrant to ignore it, but it also almost very purposefully maintains its meta-consistent quadrant revelation so people who are inclined to recognize the truth of its being will easily realize the potency of the quadrant's dominion and control. The understanding of the quadrant model for many people will require a paradigm shift in regards to their basic premises and notions of associ notions and association to the nature of reality, and they will need to adopt a new outlook that allows for the mystical and supernatural. And almost in a way, they will need to view reality more through the lens of a dream in that it is flexible and playful and malleable and without rationalistic restrictive restraints such as superficial linearity of time and common notions of simplistic cause and effect. Yet also they will be required to understand that reality is under the auspices of a supreme intelligent controller, a consistent and coherent meta-quadrant framework imbued with symbolic potencies and meaning potentiations and meta-consistency. I imagine there to be a sort of metaphysical linkage between mind and reality and some sort of quadrant interface control and some sort of quadrant interface controller supreme intelligence coordinating function, brilliant coordinator, acting in all and through all with meaning and significance, imagin imaginative capacities and potentialities. 
participating with symbolic and intimation resonances in multi-layered texture and consistent unified homogeneous and simultaneously meta-heterogeneous orchestration, operating with profound logical subtleties in a purposeful matrix system circumplex. Any thoughts, Grandma? Yeah, I'm here. No. <laughs> Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand most of it, but <laughs> other than that, it's okay. Um, this isn't the type of thing I'm into, dear. Yeah, well, well, the next time I read you, I, I, it'll be hopefully a little bit better because I'm going to get to some really good stuff then. Okay. Okay, I'll talk to you later then. Thanks, Grandma. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye-bye.